Happy Friday, y'all. We are back with some fire today talking about how you are the story that you tell yourself. What we know is that our mind is powerful and it will rationalize us into doing anything and everything for that instant gratification. But we want you to flip the script. We're challenging you today to start to execute, to start to take action towards your goals and reframe these stories in your mind. Because if you let yourself, you'll be the best storyteller there is. However, you have control and it is up to you to start to reframe these thoughts and flipped the script to taking action into reaching your goals. Let's dive in. You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. Hello, everyone. It is Friday. It's October. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we are... It's warm today, but I feel like we are nearing... Well, it was warm when we recorded this on Tuesday. I feel like we're nearing... The end of like warm days. Yeah. I don't mind fall. I don't. But it just makes me worry for winter. I know. I can deal with like the 40s, 50s in the morning. But when we're getting to like the 20s, the 30s, mm. like that's going to that's gonna be really cold. And it definitely just feels a lot colder right now because we keep going from 40 to 80 to 40 to 80. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, but yeah, it's, it's so crazy. I mean, a lot of people are putting up the decorations for Halloween and uh <laughs> walking to the park last night with Marcus and Art. And I was like, I mean, I can't decide if we should be the parents that also dress up with Marcus because I found Mm. ketchup and mustard or French fries and ketchup that we could be for Art and I, since he's going to be a chicken. Oh yeah. That would be cute. That would be very cute. (laughs) I mean, it's like 40 bucks on Amazon. So I'm like, I mean, it's 20 bucks at Carson. That's not too bad. That isn't too bad. Carson told me that I could be whatever I wanted to be, which was very nice of him. He does want me to be, um, uh, Isabella. I think it's her name from Encanto, the pretty long, the flower one. Okay. No, I don't, yeah, I think it's Isabella. I think that's who it is because that's who he has a crush on. That's his girlfriend. Um, he wants me to be that. And I was like, well, I mean, like, I don't have dark hair. I would need to get a wig. <laughs> Taylor's being Stitch. And so I thought about being like the older sister. Yeah. You know, because there was a costume that I saw for that. She is so cute as Stitch. And it's so perfect. She is totally Stitch. Yeah. She's but- crazy. Um. The video you posted of them was so cute. They're so, yeah, they're adorable. (laughs) It's, it's going to be really cute. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're, you know, this morning was not adorable, but you know, they'll have mom life. We'll have days like that. I, I had to take Carson to urgent care this morning because yeah, he was complaining of his ear hurting this weekend, this past weekend. And I like, it seemed like it was better on Monday. Um, but then Monday night we went to go take his shirt off and he like started screaming in pain. And oh. so we were like, okay, we need to go to urgent care first thing in the morning on the way to Liz's house. So I got the kids out of the house by 7.15 a.m., which is like, and by myself, because Nick is sick currently. Um, I was very proud of myself. I got everything planned, prepped ahead of time in the car before I woke the kids up. I basically just got them dressed, got Taylor a bottle, threw him in the car. Carson is terrified of the doctor. <laughs> I'm not really sure why. I think it's because he's been to the doctor a couple times with Taylor. And Taylor had to get shot. So he like saw that and got really, really scared. So we walk it. Imagine 720 in the morning. 
walking into like a quiet waiting room at urgent care to go check yourself in. Carson is screaming at the top of his lungs and I am carrying him in as he's kicking. I put him down. He tries to run away. Like it was, I was that person. I also had the stroller with Taylor in it. Like, and he just was screaming. They called us over to the reception desk so I could give them my insurance information. And he thought we were going to see the doctor. So he's screaming, crying. And I'm the, the poor receptionist was like, I'm not going to do anything. I just need to talk to your mom. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. So yeah, you know, it was a morning. Um, stress was a little high, but I think it's a perfect segue into what we're talking about today. Because although I had to vent just a little bit, I texted Liz and I was like, I am having a morning, um, really kind of want to just cry right now. Cause I also just opened Carson's chocolate milk from Starbucks and it squirted onto my shirt. And I'm just like, it was kind of the icing on top of the cake at this point. Um, but it was also, you know, only 9am. I had a lot of day left to live. Um, <laughs> I'm like, Wusa, I have plenty of shirts here. It's fine. We're going to figure it out. And then, oh my gosh. You, know, you, you got know, your Starbucks. So like, I you got know. Starbucks, even though I originally Went to the wrong Starbucks. Thought I ordered it ahead. Went to the one right by the doctor's office, think, thinking it was that one I ordered it to. It wasn't. Had to go to the other one. Hopefully they comped your Starbucks, though. <sighs> they didn't. No. I mean, like, it was my fault. I walked into the uh, wrong Starbucks. Okay. So, because there's two I order from. So, so you paid you know, for double Starbucks. No, no. I just, I drove to the wrong one. Okay. I ordered it on my phone while we were at the doctor's office. Yeah. And I thought that it was going to be the one right by where the doctor's office is, because I often ordered that one. Yeah. It wasn't. I ordered it to the because you know when you like select where you order to. Right. There's a couple in there. Oh, that so I you used then frequently. drove to the correct one. So then I had to go drive. I was like, well, uh. it's not at this one because I didn't order it to this one. So ran out, got back in the car. Taylor was screaming the entire time. Um. So yeah, but I could have told myself in that moment like this day sucks. It's gonna be a horrible day. Just give up on everything. I did get my workout in this morning, which I think helped because I think when I get my workout in, it makes me just feel already like I got something hard done for the day. I can handle anything else. I can be more resilient to stress. Um, but I didn't. I told myself I can, you know, like turn the day around. There's a lot of day left. There's a lot to do. We have podcasts. We have interviews. We have client calls, GI map reviews. Like there's a lot going on. Um, and we want to talk about how essentially – you are the story you, you tell yourself, mm -hmm. you, whatever you tell, like you are the best storyteller there is. You will convince yourself of literally everything. Want to, want to tell yourself that you can't do it. It's not the right time. It's too much money. It's, you know, it's too hard. You don't have the time. You're going to convince yourself of it because you're the most amazing storyteller there is when it comes to you and your life. And especially when it comes to justifying things. But Guess what? The opposite is also true. Absolutely. You can convince yourself of every reason under the sun why you should be doing the things that you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. I think I've talked about this before in terms of, you know, writing down like a list of like pros and cons. Like if there's really something pulling at your heart that you want to do, let's say you want to go back to school. Okay, yeah, the con is that it's going to cost you money and it's going to cost you some time right now. You're going to have to sacrifice, you know, being with your family or your friends or your kids or whatnot because you're going to be studying. But the pros are endless with what you can do with this new degree or certification or whatever it is. And so I think the same thing in terms of exercise, like, yeah, it's going to suck to get up at five, but the big benefit actually this morning, I said to Trish, we're home at seven 15 from the gym. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I got up at the same time that I do anyway, because usually I get mm -hmm. up and work and then I go to the seven o'clock class, but I was like, got up at the same time, got to the gym, had a great workout. Now I'm home and I get to see Marcus for an extra 
45 minutes before then he has to leave for school. I meal prepped, threw some uh, chicken into the Instant Pot, unloaded the dishwasher, like got a little bit of laundry done. So there's a lot of benefits, but I could tell myself only the story about how getting up at 5 a.m. sucks. Mm-hmm. If I choose to do that. And I was actually listening to a podcast with Andy Frisella the other day, and he was you know, answering a question on his podcast from a woman who was saying, you know, hey, I'm struggling right now because I'm working towards my goals, but I'm having a hard time staying on track and staying focused because my spouse is dealing you know, with some of his own struggles. Um, and I believe it's substance abuse that they were, she was referring to, Mm -hmm. um, and he's gotten a lot better and things have improved, but she's like, you know, we've been married for a really, really long time. And I'm just not sure that like, how, you know, are we going to make it through this time? How do I lose, not lose sight of my own goals? Because I know that he's struggling with some things and he needs a little support. And, you know, the, the premise of it is like, Andy's just talking about just take action, just get up and execute. He's like, Everything around you can be crumbling in the world. You know, you can complain about what's happening, you know, in our society today and politics and all of these things that you don't like, but all you can do is control you and execute. He's like, get up, pick the actions that you need to take and show up and execute them. He's like, even if, you know, that requires you to be outside on the phone handling problems at work while you're getting your walk in, do it. Like, do the things and figure it out that you need to do to keep you in alignment with your goals. Because if you crumble, now you're not the best support system for that other person who really needs you. And I just kept thinking about, for example, you know, we have so many women who deal with the same thing. Maybe their spouse is just not on the same journey, don't, doesn't understand what they're going through. If they give up on themselves, you know, their kids too. Like we can't crumble for those around us. And um, so hopefully that just helps somebody today. If you're again, feeling like I don't even know what to do or where to start, like just get up and execute and whatever story or rationalization you're telling yourself, you got to start to flip that and, and just take control of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another big thing is a lot of times when people are in these journeys to either better health or weight loss or whatever it is, we become very easily dissatisfied with the results. We, we get to a place where we feel like we're doing a lot of things and maybe we had in our mind like what we should be accomplishing in that short, you know, period of time or what you thought would happen by these changes and we become really dissatisfied in the journey. And it, it, you need to understand one, the journey is never ending. Like you are always going to be on a journey of bettering yourself or you should always be on a journey of bettering yourself. No one is going to ever have 1000% perfect health. No one's ever going to have completely everything in line. Everything's perfect. There's nothing that needs to be worked on. But in the same token, you always need to have gratitude and have find the good in life and find the positives in what you're doing. Like you know, sure, do I maybe have some symptoms of some things going on right now? Yes, but am I working on them? And I'm starting to have maybe a few of those symptoms get a little bit better. Do I want all the symptoms to be better? Yeah, I do. But some are getting better and that's progress. Like you have to start flipping the script and looking at what is good versus always focusing on what isn't yet, what I don't have accomplished yet, what isn't good enough yet. Like You will constantly be miserable AF if you always look at life that way. You have to shift your perspective. And that's all it is, guys. Like people that have amazing lives, it's just a shift in perspective. There's no such thing as luck. There's no such thing as someone just had it a little bit better than I did. Sure. Do we all have different starting points and situations? Yeah. But there's a million examples of people that started with nothing and built it into amazing things. So like we can't we can't say that's our excuse anymore. There's too many people that have done it. There's too many people that have shown us that's not the reason. Like you are the reason. Your mindset is the reason. You staying stuck 
is because you are telling yourself, I cannot do this. I cannot get to where I want to be. I'll never, I'm the anomaly, right? I'm the exception to the rule. I'm the person that, you know, got dealt the bad cards of health or genetics or life. Like a lot of people end up with maybe not the best cards, but they work with them and they shift their mindset and perspective around them. So you have to really decide what do I want to tell myself? What's the story? And evaluate, like, what's the story I've been telling myself? You mm-hmm. know, I think that's something else that a lot of people just don't pay attention to. Yeah. And I think, you know, evaluating that gives you a different level of awareness <laughs> because some of these things you could have been telling yourself for years. Like, I often say, like, okay, how many times have you said my New Year's resolution? Uh, this Monday, the first of the month, I'm going to wait. And you just keep waiting and you keep waiting and you keep waiting. And then yet another year goes by and another year goes by and another year goes by. And all of a sudden you've been telling yourself for the past 10 years that your new year's resolution is is really going to happen and you're going to buckle down and something's going to change. And honestly, external change doesn't happen without internal change. And so start to work on that internal uh, dialogue that you have first. The external will come. A lot of what we do with our clients is mindset work mm-hmm. and supporting them and challenging them and you know asking them to really take a true evaluation of their actions. Why am I doing these things? What is triggering me leading up to the situation that I decide to hit the drive through and get you know a shake or whatever it might be? Sorry, I, I don't. I don't. Okay, yeah, now you're paused. back. I didn't hear you. Okay get a shake or whatever it might be that's a trigger for them. Like what's leading up to that? What happened that morning? Like for Becca, for example, right? This morning kind of sucked with the kids. It was a really busy morning, a lot of stress, but she didn't go to the Starbucks drive-thru and order crappy food just to make the situation worse. She got her usual order. She moved on you know, about her day. Tonight on her way home, she's not going to be stopping at Sonic and getting an extra large milkshake and French fries and a cheeseburger. She might want to. Some people might want to do those things. But the thing is, is like you have to understand like your triggers and what is going to lead you up to those choices. And it's ultimately up to you to take control of the situation and stop that spiral before week after week after week after week, you keep ending up in the drive through doing the thing that you said you weren't going to do. So get ahead of it. Like I, this is a classic example for Friday nights for a lot of our ladies, a lot of the mamas, teachers especially. Um, it's the end of the week you're tired, you're worn out. If there's not a plan in place, you're probably going to go out to eat or hit the drive-thru on the way home. So what I always say to them is like, just plan, like let that be one of your things that you plan for first for the week. If there's other, you know, nights of the week that you just know it's going to be easy because you don't have anything going on with the kids and, you know, your husband's going to be home so you guys can help each other out. Cool. Maybe that doesn't become a priority for what we're going to have for dinner. Maybe your Friday night becomes that priority, whether it's that you made something Thursday night for Friday, chili in the crock pot, a roast that you threw in Friday morning before you left, something to get ahead of that trigger so that you know the decision has already been made and you can walk yourself more seamlessly through those times where you are really tempted to go and indulge in things that, again, don't align with your goals. Because what follows that is a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of self-doubt, right? Because if we keep saying we're going to do something and we don't do it, we just continue to tell ourselves subconsciously, like, this isn't important, or I can't, or I'm not strong enough, or I'm not yet disciplined enough. So that's what I would say is like, really evaluate when are those times? Who are you with? Is it a day of the week? Is it a time of the day? And start to be more intentional with planning for that so that you can get ahead of it. Yeah. And like Liz was saying, we all thrive on routine. Like a big part of people's success is their routine. So evaluate what part of your routine is flawed. What is keeping you from 
doing the things that you say you want to do, but you aren't doing? You know, is it you need to wake up earlier to fit in some you time? Is it you need to go grocery shopping on Friday instead of Sunday so you actually have food in the house on the weekend? Do you need to, you know, join a gym with a coach that will keep you accountable to go to workouts because you just won't do it on your own? You've tried forever and it just isn't happening. You know, do you need to hire a coach because you can't do any of it on your own right now and you need that external support or accountability or whatever it is? Like you have to evaluate what is not working to be able to understand what can I maybe change? Because if we just stay in this, I can't do it. I don't have time. It's been too hard. Or one of the biggest ones I think a lot of people struggle with, I just feel like I'm so far away from where I want to be. I feel like it's such a big journey ahead of me that it's so overwhelming that what's the point? You know, mm-hmm. why even try? I've tried for so many different times or ways or whatever it is. So what's the point? Well, the point is you got a lot of life left to live, guys. If you're in your 30s, your 40s, even your 50s, like hell, you have 20, 30 years left. Do you want to live those miserable? Do you want to live those feeling like you don't have a purpose or, you know, always having the I wish I would have instead of actually taking the risk, taking the chance, trying something different until you figure out something that works? Like be the resilient person, be the person that does not take no for an answer, that We'll try literally anything and we'll keep getting up every single time until you find what fits, until you find what is the right lifestyle or diet approach or whatever it is for you. And does that maybe mean you're going to go through a lot of ups and downs? Sure. We all go through them every day. They all look different for everyone, but everyone experiences them. And so take a hard look and evaluation at what you're telling yourself. Like pay attention to your thoughts in a day. I think a lot of people just go about their day completely oblivious to what they're telling themselves, completely oblivious to the fact that you walked in front of that mirror or that window and you thought, I look disgusting. Or you wake up and maybe your clothes don't fit how you want them to fit. And you're like, I hate myself. I feel so fat. I feel so gross. People don't pay attention to like how harmful that is to not only your mindset and like you as a person and your confidence, but also to your nervous system. There's a lot of evidence and research that supports you cannot heal if you do not address your mental trauma. Mm-hmm. Like you will never heal if you do not address the voices in your head that you are creating. So you have to step back and evaluate what it is you are saying to yourself and start to just slowly shift it. And guess what? At first, it's probably going to feel super fake. It's going to feel really, really artificial. But over time, you actually start to believe it. And the best thing, when you align your actions with those new mindset approaches, you got a really thing that's on fire. Like now you're building momentum. Now you're heading in the right direction. And you basically become the person that you want to be immediately just with those actions and those new thoughts. Because guess what? You're not, it's not going to like, I'm going to wake up in three months and I'm going to be that person. No, you have to change basically who you are right now. You have to change your thoughts. You have to change your actions. And you have to become that person now because it's not just going to magically happen one day. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.